Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Peas in a Podcast, your podcast from Friends of the Garden in Springfield, Missouri. I'm your host, Madison Hadler, and today we have Trista here with us, who is the executive director of the Friends of the Garden, and she's just going to kind of talk about what the Friends of the Garden does, because obviously, you know, podcasting isn't our main gig. Um, We do a lot of other things, so she's here to explain a little bit about that. So Trista, if you want to introduce yourself. Hi, yes, I'm Trista Herzog. Like Madison said, I'm the executive director for Friends of the Garden. Friends of the Garden has been around for about 20 years. Actually, this year is our 20th anniversary, and we are the nonprofit that oversees the maintenance and financial aspects of the Springfield Botanical Gardens. Now, those gardens are located in the Nathaniel Green and Close Memorial Parks system and so we really partner with the Springfield Green County Park Board uh, to maintain and manage uh, those gardens and so really it's our mission to inspire the discovery understanding and appreciation of nature uh, through those botanical gardens and it's actually really rare so most of our gardens we have about 40 plus gardens in that 112 acres but it's really rare for botanical gardens to be free to the public many cases around the country uh, there is some kind of fee to get in so one aspect Mm -hmm. of our park um, the Japanese stroll garden there is a fee and it's pretty nominal I think uh, right now it's four dollars for adults and two dollars for children um, above the age of three so and then three and under it's free uh but that really is the only aspect of our park that is not free uh right now the japanese stroll garden it remains closed due to the covid crisis um and we'll open that back up really when the springfield green county health department advises us uh, that it is best to do so um so the other gardens are still open for the moment and we ask that people really practice those social distancing guidelines staying six feet apart um, not coming out when you are sick to stay in small crowds um, or small groups uh, so no more than 10 people to a group Uh, and that's really I think what's going to keep our park open and functioning Uh, the Springfield Botanical Center which is our main building is still closed uh, but normally it would be open from about eight to five around this time of year so yeah so I know in our past podcast we've kind of talked about um you know going to the parks and looking around and finding things that you may want to plant on your own so just as Trista said you know the only park that is closed in the Springfield Botanical Garden is the Japanese Stroll Garden so um, when we talk about going around and looking around for inspiration, you can go to pretty much any of those gardens in there. Trista, do you have a favorite garden that you go to? I really enjoy the Dwarf Conifer Garden. And um, so that is on the backside of the lake. Um, and I, I think I like it the most because my daughter, who's seven, that's her favorite part. So I get to just sit and she <laughs> gets to run around in there. But it is really neat. It has a bridge uh, over a very small bridge over a small pond. So you get to see kind of really fun wildlife. We were out there recently and the, the bullfrogs were out. And uh, and that was interesting to see. And then, um, but, but for the most part, uh, most of our gardens are just beautiful. And, and 
what I like the most is you get different things different times of the year. So mm-hmm. we have a winter garden. And in the winter, that is just so full of life. And when you see that there are no leaves on the trees and most everything is in its kind of dead season, the winter garden is really amazing to come and walk through. And uh, and even right now, as spring has sprung, we have so many things out there um, that uh, you can appreciate. So, uh, and then the the lake itself, and it's mm-hmm. it's such a joy to sit and watch the geese on the water and uh, the different um, seating arrangements and areas that you can you can see. I'm so excited about the new fountains. Uh, right now, we've had to keep them off. And until the the health department advises us that it is best to turn them on, but that was a new addition last year, uh, mm-hmm. in hopes that that area can really start to cultivate into a sensory garden. So we're we are in the process of raising funds to install that sensory garden. And in case people don't understand or realize, this park, the Nathaniel Green Close Memorial Parks. Uh, while it's owned by the Springfield Green County Parks, it is almost entirely funded by donor funds. And and then it is maintained, the gardens at least, are maintained by volunteers. So this really is such the epitome of community. Yeah. And going together and, you know, creating something that everyone can enjoy and look at. So... When somebody makes a donation, you know, how can they go about doing that? And what does that do for the or for the gardens, for the park? So at friendsofthegarden.org, that's the best place to go and look at your donor options. There's a donate button. Uh, you can make a donation to a specific garden if you would like. You can make a donation to our general fund and, and ha- let us be able to say what is most needed in different aspects of the garden and our staffing. Uh, you can also become a sponsor of a garden. So that might run anywhere between 500 a year for three years or 5,000 a year for, for three years, depending on the garden you want to, to sponsor. And your name will be put on a plaque at that garden. Uh, and, of course, uh, you'll be mentioned in, in a lot of our uh, online presence invited to events and then uh, one way to be kind of sustaining donor is to become a member and members of friends of the garden have a few benefits so you get into the japanese stroll garden for free Uh, you'll be invited and and get in for free to some of our events such as gardens aglow which is our uh, winter time lights event in the Japanese Stroll Garden. Uh, and then we also have events such as the Butterfly Festival and the Kite and Pinata Festival and uh, the Japanese Fall Festival. And so, and so uh, being able to have access, exclusive access to some of those events. Um, but most people really enjoy that membership. For one, it benefits the gardens and it goes back into that mission of of really creating and maintaining our gardens but you get in um for free or reduced admission to more than 300 botanical gardens across the u.s and world so there's quite a list so it's just reciprocity um Mm -hmm. to a lot of those gardens and um and many people enjoy that benefit especially those who travel a lot 
see a lot of those places. And sometimes admission to some of those places is 20 or $30. Yes. And so it really is a, a really great benefit for, for those people who enjoy gardens the way that we do. Yeah, and a cool way to kind of connect when you're traveling everywhere, just to kind of see, you know, what may be in our garden too is in another garden in another state. And that's super cool. People can kind of be able to feel like, you know, we're all connected through nature, which absolutely essentially we are. So um, I have a kind of question um, about, you know, how the Friends of the Garden came to be. If you know anything, you know, any kind of how this group came to be to support the um, to support the botanical gardens. Sure. So um, you'll notice that part of the name that Daniel Green Close Memorial Park um, close the close family really started looking at and particularly uh, Major Close and his sister Anne um, really after their parents passed um, wanted to do something dedicated to their memory and their father was um, really loved rose gardens and had a, a beautiful rose garden and so they decided that they would start um, something somewhat of a botanical gardens and in doing this, they were looking at all different kinds of land in the Springfield area, and it just so happened that this big grouping of land next to Nathaniel Green um, was not developed. And so they began to court the, the people who owned that land and, and eventually bought it from them and then donated it back to the parks so that they can extend um what we already had here and now major close um by all accounts and he passed away very recently um but by all accounts he was not a green thumb <laughs> and didn't really know much about gardening uh, but was very committed to just putting his hands in the dirt and doing whatever um experts kind of told him would be <laughs> necessary so he enlisted the help of about 12 others and they became our founders and these other other men and women came together to build these gardens themselves and they worked these gardens and then they brought other people to come and work the gardens and kind of at the time the park board wasn't really involved with the master planning of the gardens so they um really they were just out there doing this work and not not necessarily knowing exactly what they wanted or needed or the future but they wanted to build something that was beautiful for people to come for free to enjoy uh, and especially those families that uh, maybe couldn't afford to go to the zoo or um, to a, a a botanical garden that you had to pay for. And so um, it really was such a perfect marriage with Nathaniel Green because there are playgrounds and other uh, amenities for families here. So uh, they just laid that groundwork and then parks came in. Uh, the Friends of the Garden was incorporated to start managing funds and supporters and, and getting supporters involved and working with the parks to look at a broader master plan and how do we keep this going and how do we sustain what we have here. 
And so uh, that's really how it started. About 10 years ago, the Botanical Center was built. And so that kind of gave us a central location for all of us to be housed, the staff for parks and for Friends of the Garden. And then we added on uh, the Missouri uh, Extension, which is they're such great partners with the master gardeners and other programming that they have. So we really could capitalize on outreach and bringing more people in and understanding what it is that nature brings to us uh, in a lot of holistic and amazing ways. Yeah. So it was really, you know, brought up by community and now it's here for the local community to be used, you know, when we feel like we aren't able to connect in ways that we used to, you know, being able to go out there and just kind of look at all these things that people have planted is really, really interesting and a nice way to kind of ground yourself and remember, you know, we're all a community and kind of all coming together to, you know, just make Springfield better. Absolutely. And that really does uniquely position us in the parks to bring people together during this time and 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 together but apart (laughs) we we still need to maintain those distances but together in that um sense of we are all struggling and we are all needing these outlets to understand our world in the way it is now and what a better way to do that than than getting out in the sunshine and having open spaces and having trails. There's a greenway trail that leads into the park. And so what a what a wonderful way to connect back to just the very foundation of our community. Yeah. And being able, you know, you know, walking around your neighborhood is fun and cool, you know, whatever. But being able to kind of walk around and see you know, so many more colors if, you know, maybe your neighbor's gardens just aren't as good uh, right. botan- botanical gardens, but kind of being able to walk around and just see everything that was planted and kept and up, um, kept up by people in our community is super, super interesting and does, puts the garden in a really cool position to kind of bring everyone back together, but, you know, not too close, within that- six feet of right, each other. Yeah. <laughs> We hope that it inspires people to work in their own gardens or in their own yard and um, and bring some of that back to them. Of course, don't pick the flowers <laughs> or, or, or anything like that, but to, to see what is possible. Our Master Gardener's Demonstration Garden is such a, a wealth of knowledge in that front, and you can really see what, what you can put in your own home or around your own home. And, and I think that... The, the longer we have to stay home, I think the more people will want to be out in their own gardens and they'll need inspiration for that. And I think the botanical gardens are, are amazing for that. And you get to see in, in most cases, you can see the tags on um, for each section. And so you get to see what is planted there. And uh, and then hopefully you'll patronize a, a local um, vendor for your 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 flowers so we have we have several that we use such as Steinert's mm-hmm. um, and so we there are just so so many amazing local places that you could buy your your plants yeah and then again just keeping it local you know supporting the Springfield community 
through just planting a plant. <laughs> Absolutely. It's pretty crazy. So if people, so, you know, you can become a member, you can donate. Um, if people wanted to volunteer, obviously not at this moment, but if they wanted to in the future, how could they go about doing that? And what does that look like? Yeah, so on our website, again, it's friendsofthegarden.org. Uh, there is a, a an option for volunteering. And when you click on that, it'll kind of tell you a little bit about uh, what our volunteers do and and give you the option to sign up or contact us uh, to, to inquire about that. And usually when people uh, will send us uh, an email through that form, we'll, we'll email back to list uh, some of the mm-hmm. different opportunities. So that could just be coming out to pull weeds. It mm-hmm. could be helping... T- to maintain a particular garden if you're interested in a particular area or if you have expertise in a particular area. If you would just like to volunteer uh, to come and help us uh, in in the office at different things, stuffing envelopes and um, making phone calls to, to members who need to renew, you know, we have a lot of different options and, and training available in, in some of those options too. So, so we we are always needing volunteers. It's 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 never ending work um, <laughs> because the 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 gardens will still grow all all year long. <laughs> they will never stop growing. <laughs> That's right. Um. So people. So right now, obviously, you know, events aren't really a thing. But what normally can people expect from the friends of the garden? What events do we kind of put on? and showcase to the Springfield community? So a lot of our regular events um, will include um, the Butterfly Festival. That's still set for June 20th. Mm-hmm. Right now, um, we're, we're kind of in a holding pattern on that because we're waiting to see how um, much longer the stay-at-home order is going to be and really the, the community's appetite for, for gathering yeah. by by the end of June. We'll, we'll kind of wait to see. And then our Japanese Fall Festival, of course, is later in the year in the fall. We have our Gardens Aglow. Again, that's the winter event uh, with lights in the Japanese Stroll Garden. That's actually a pretty new event. Mm-hmm. This will be our third year to, to do that event. And last year it was received very well. We mm-hmm. all have... So many other, I mean, our, our park partners also have a lot of events. So that could be anything from um, horticulture classes or uh, outreach about butterflies. That's that's huge for us because um, we have our butterfly house, mm-hmm. the Dr. Bill Rostin um, native butterfly house. And we grow our caterpillars there and we re- release them and, and then... Um, we're able to contribute back to some of our pollinators and that's that's something that's very important to to our organization unfortunately right now uh, the opening of the butterfly house has been delayed and that really is going back to that um oh the the limitations that we can we can have people gather so Mm -hmm. we will put out more about that uh, as we we know when we can open, we also have a thing throughout the summer and fall called gigs in the garden. These are 
Sunday concerts in our uh, Peace Through People Pavilion, and uh, our our May concerts may have to go virtual this this month uh, due to some of our restraints. <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll have um, coming back in uh, June and and on and into the fall. Hopefully, we'll be able to realize those concerts in real time, and uh, and we'll kind of see how that goes. So. So yeah, we have a variety of events. A lot of them are free. Um, we were going to have a, a a very large fundraising event for June, our garden gala. Mm-hmm. Um, but we decided to postpone that until next year, uh, due to to of course the the, the stay at home order. So um, we're still looking forward to this year. I think. The, uh, the gardens have so much to offer. I think as a, an organization, we we have a lot that we can still be doing to educate the public, to find those supporters, to really energize our community about our green spaces and trails. People are really utilizing those things right now. It's It's a great opportunity to talk about why that's so important to our community. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, it kind of creates a routine for people, you know, being out in nature and being able to you know, feel a little more at peace with everything going on <laughs> when you're walking yeah. through the gardens and then hopefully being able to continue that, you know, whenever things go back to quote unquote normal, but being able to kind of still go to the gardens and still go to nature for that peaceful energy that we all want and seek right now. Um, So there is one way that people can kind of give back right now, and that's through the five pound apparel shirt. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yes, so uh, the Parks uh, Department and some of their very creative team came up with different logos for shirts. And we are, the Botanical Gardens were one that they have developed so far. And you can purchase those shirts through Five Pound Apparel. And those proceeds come back to the parks. And this is such a, a really great time to to be able to do that. Our parks department before all of this, um, we're running kind of at a deficit and needing more funding for infrastructure requirements throughout our park system. And, and this certainly doesn't help because they subsist with fundraising funds, um, just as we do. So they're not able to do some of those fundraising things, that they would normally do, such as um, rentals, park rentals, uh, and things like that. So this is such a great opportunity to give back to our wonderful parks department and just all that they do, the hundred-something parks that we have. Um, and, and, of course, that can be purchased through Five Pound Apparel. Yeah, and it's super cute. <laughs> they are. I love them. Yeah. Um, I actually have bought, I think there are three designs um, Sequoia and Phelps and the gardens. And I have bought all three of them. (laughs) She's supporting all the way through. Yeah. (laughs) I think there's also like stickers you can get as well. I'm pretty sure. So, you know, if you don't want a shirt, you can always get a sticker, put them on your water bottle, wherever you need to put it. (laughs) So, um, is there anything else you want to say about friends of the garden? I think I would just remind people that um, to 
observe those social distancing guidelines six feet apart, fewer than 10 people, and and respect other people's space and, and be very observant when you're out. But this is such a great opportunity. We have so much space at the gardens. It is a great opportunity to get some exercise, to get the kids out, to enjoy uh, open spaces, and to see uh, a part of Springfield that maybe you haven't experienced before. So this is this is a great opportunity to do that. Yeah, and if you know you need to go out and read, you know, see a different scenery, it could be a place to do it. You don't necessarily have to, you know, run around everywhere. That's fine. You can just sit there and kind of relax and just listen to everything going on. Um, there's so Absolutely. many things that you can do at the park right now that – so it's many. Yes. really cool. And it's really lucky that, you know, we have this space to go to and that they can still remain open. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, I feel like that's all we have to say about the Friends of the Garden. I'm sure there's more, of course, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of summing it up and wrapping it up. Um, you can, again, Trista talked about this, but go to the thefriendsofthegarden.org if you want to learn more about it, become a member donate whatever you want to do we also have our facebook page which is just friends of the garden so make sure you like us on there we're going to be posting you know different pictures updates about um the different things going on in the japanese stroll garden and all our different gardens because i know they're kind of replacing some pathways is that right yes so while we have it closed we're, we're replacing a lot of our concrete pathways that had become um, severely cracked and really wasn't very accessible for um, for the community. So we are just getting that done, and this is a great time to do it. It's unfortunate um, that we have to close, but the silver lining is we get to we get to make some improvements in that garden. Yeah. So then, whenever it comes back, it's better than ever. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So make sure you follow us or like us on Facebook. And then we also have an Instagram. It's SGFBot. Um, just make sure you follow us on there. All the links will be in the show notes. And, you know, if you go out to the garden and you take a walk one day next week or this week, whenever you do it, make sure you tag us in it because we want to see them. We want to be able to share those experiences that you're having and, you know, connect everyone through nature. That's right. Yeah. So thank you so much, Trista, for being with us today. Well, thank you. All right. And thank you guys for listening. Make sure you catch in next Wednesday and, you know, give us any ideas that you want for episodes. I would love to make that happen for you because I'm not the expertise, but I do have the connections to get the experts to help you out. So make sure you follow us on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, look at us on Anchor, all the things. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.